Hi, everyone. Welcome to Grown Ups Read Princess Stories, the podcast where grown-ups from around the world read stories about princesses, either fairy tales, folk tales, or true stories. I'm your host, RPJ, and welcome back to the show. Today we have an amazing, cool, interesting episode for all of you. Today we have The Legend of the Sea, written and read by a real mermaid, Nymphia. You don't believe me? You can follow Nymphia on Instagram. For reals. It's right there, Instagram. Nautilus Sea Nymph. Yeah, right there. You see the photos? That's a mermaid. I'm looking at the photos right now. That's a mermaid. I'm looking at real photos of a mermaid, folks. And this mermaid wrote a book and then is reading it on this podcast. I mean, mind blown. But who is Nymphia? Nymphia is a professional mermaid performer based in San Francisco, of course, San Francisco, California, because that's where most mermaids are now. However, she has traveled up and down the California coastline, bringing music to both the young and young at heart. Aside from in-person performances for birthday parties and other events, Nymphia is also passionate and a traditional artist, costume maker, and storyteller, running her own podcast, Audio Drama, based on her mermaid character story and lore. What? As a performer of trans identity, she hopes that she can bring inspiration to merfolk within the LGBTQIA community to go after their dreams and share their own stories. You can listen to the audio drama podcast, Nymphia, Legend of the Sea. There will be a link in the episode description. Click that link. Listen to that podcast. If you're, if you're listening to this, you're obviously going to love that. And here's the thing. You can also get a hard copy of this story at storyjumper.com. We'll leave a link again in the episode description. You just click that link, get that story. I know I'm going to. So without further ado, please enjoy this awesome, amazing, wonderful story. The Legend of the Sea, written and read by Nymphia. Oh my! Hello there, everyone! I surely wasn't expecting company here in my grotto, but I'm glad you're here. Pardon me. Where are my manners? My name is Nymphia, and I'm the guardian spirit of the Mediterranean Sea. There's a lot on your shoulders when you have an entire realm to look after, but it's an important role, and somebody has to do it. I hear you've come seeking stories. I knew you might be the adventurous sort, and boy do I have a story to tell you. You see, the locals off the shores of the Mediterranean Sea have told a story of a young mermaid who falls in love with a Viking prince, all the while searching for her true destiny. Well, believe it or not, that story is mine. <laughs> it's a wonderful tale of romance and magic and danger and, well, I'm getting ahead of myself. I hope you're comfortable as I share my tale with all of you. This is my story. Nymphia and the Viking Prince, the Legend of the Sea. Long ago, on a distant beach bordering the Mediterranean Sea, a violent storm raged on. Lightning flashed, thunder crashed, and there was not a soul for miles and miles. On the shore, 
A beautiful young mermaid lay on the sand next to the body of a young boy who seemed to have been hurt. What you may not know is that their story became legend. A beautiful story of love, adventure, and sacrifice. Gather round, my friends, and let me tell you a tale about the legend of the sea. Our story begins, as most fairy tales do, in a small fishing port off the shores of Italy. A young girl named Solea lived happily with her mother and father in a small cottage by the sea. Her parents were artists and would often go to the market festival to sell their creations. Now, not to toot my own horn, but my mother was a really talented painter. She could paint everything. And my father was a really talented jewelry maker and would often make jewelry out of the seashells I collected whenever I roamed around the beach. One particular festival year, Solea met a handsome young man in the village square. He was tall, with hair the color of golden wheat and eyes as green as the deep sea. He was as kind as he was handsome, but she never knew the young man was actually a prince named Thor. That night, a powerful storm raged across the beach. Lightning struck the sea, and the villagers remained indoors as the heavy rain fell. As Solea walked across the beach, she noticed a few villagers looking toward the sea in terror. A large Viking ship loomed on the horizon. The ship was being pushed by the stormy waves toward a column of jagged rocks. With a loud crash, the ship was in pieces. Solea grew worried. Could Thor have been on that ship? Without thinking twice, she ran toward the rocks to search for him. Have you ever tried to go sailing in a thunderstorm? It's not a very fun experience, and even though it can be quite scary, some of the waves are pretty fun, at least for me. <laughs> so Leia found the prince floating on a lonely piece of driftwood. She tried her best to get him to shore, but the waves were too strong. As the storm swirled around her, a mysterious creature helped them return to shore. Solea couldn't believe her eyes. What do you think it could have been? It looked like a horse, but with a long flowing fishtail trailing behind. Solea looked down at the unconscious prince with tears in her eyes. It appears she was too late. But then, someone appeared before her. Now the creature that I was describing earlier is a hippocampus. It was one of Poseidon's chariot horses, and they're usually described as part horse and part fish. Poseidon was also the god of horses, and he created quite a few well-known horses in Greek mythology, especially Pegasus. I don't think I've ever seen a Pegasus before, but I've heard they're quite fantastical. Out of the mist appeared the regal face of the sea god Oceanus. He had appeared because he sensed the sea had chosen its protector. So Leia asked Oceanus if he could do anything to help the prince, but alas, he couldn't. My power has weakened, Oceanus said, but maybe you can save him. Oceanus summoned a ball of water and a sparkling necklace appeared in Solea's hands, glimmering like a star in the night sky. The power within this pendant holds the healing force of the sea, but know this, he warned her, there is a heavy price to pay. Solea knew in her heart that it was the right thing to do. Using the power from within her necklace, 
she began to sing. The sea around the cove began to glow a deep turquoise as the storm stood still. Thor had been revived, but Solea floated into the air as a magical light swirled around her. Her body felt strange. Her human legs began to bind together. And after a final burst of light, a beautiful fishtail the color of the sea appeared in their place. For you see, Solea had been transformed into a mermaid. Before bidding Thor goodbye, Solea made a vow that one day the sea would bring them together once again. It may have taken many years for her wish to finally come true, but Solea was happy to know that the young prince lived to see another day. He was so handsome, and it was so sad to leave him. Gifted with a new name, Nymphia, and a new form, Nymphia's destiny was just beginning to unfold. The young mermaid slipped beneath the waves before the prince could see her. Bound to the sea, she feared that she would never see him again. But destiny had other plans. I have to ask, do any of you out there believe in destiny or fate? Because I certainly didn't, not until that day. And I really hope that fate has something in store. But we'll just have to wait and see, shall we? Years passed, and the lovers lived very different lives. Nymphia had come of age, preparing for her new title as the protector of the Mediterranean Sea, while Thor became a mighty warrior, and was soon to be next in line to be king of Valhalla, the land of the Vikings. They lived in two very different worlds, but Nymphia's vow held true. She had never forgotten about Thor, and wondered as to where he was now. Mustering her courage, she swam beyond the Mediterranean's border into the treacherous northern seas, with only a clue from an ancient oracle to guide her. Follow the lights that dance across the heavens, for they will lead you to the young man you seek. For the eight of you who might not know what an oracle is, an oracle is a very mysterious person who can tell the future. She can also interpret visions and heal and mostly do a lot of really cool magical things. But the oracle within our realm is rather spooky. There's kind of a bit of a ghost story surrounding her, as she was said to gobble up any other mermaids who dared to venture to her island. But thankfully, she was fairly nice to me. And maybe the legends had just gotten it wrong. But I will say that the northern seas and the journey to get there was no fairy tale. Nymphia's journey took her far across the open sea facing sea monsters of all sorts, and testing her courage every step of the way. When she finally arrived in the frigid northern seas, she noticed an array of colorful lights moving through the fjord. The scenery was different than that of her home in the Mediterranean. The sea was green and cold, with large glaciers floating on the surface. The surrounding shores were white with a thick blanket of snow. Large trees bordered the shoreline. It was a fascinating sight. Though she marveled at the sights, she had grown exhausted. It wasn't long before she perched upon an iceberg and slowly fell asleep. Now, if you've ever been to the Scandinavian waters before, the northern lights are the lights that we mentioned in the story. It's a beautiful phenomenon that you see up in the night sky, usually in the wintertime. But they are quite beautiful. 
and they appear in a rainbow of colors from green to pink to blue to gold and all sorts of wonderful colors. But they're very rarely seen. So you have to take extra care in order to find them. As fate would have it, Thor and his younger brother Bjorn happened to be sailing across the fjord at the exact same time. As they passed by a series of large ice floes, the two princes happened upon a sleeping girl on the large mass of ice. Mistaking her for a shipwrecked princess, Thor brought the girl into the castle to rest. Something about her looked almost familiar to him. But why? Where am I? Nymphia asked in confusion. You're in the kingdom of Valhalla, Thor replied with a smile. You're welcome to stay as long as you need. I was definitely a little confused, but he was very nice. And I didn't even recognize him at first. The last time I saw him, he was nothing more than a young boy. But here he was as an adult. Hmm. It's funny how destiny works. But in the weeks that followed, I began to see his heart. Nymphia enjoyed every moment of exploring Valhalla. Through every adventure, Thor remained by her side, showing Nymphia the beauty of his world. And what a beautiful world it was. I'd never seen anything like Valhalla before. They did everything together. They roamed the village streets, explored the mountains bordering his realm, and danced together in the, in the castle's grand ballroom. While he didn't know she was really a mermaid, Thor was happy to be in her company. In time, Nymphia began to fall in love with him all over again. She wanted to tell him who she was. But how? It's always hard to tell somebody who you really are. Especially when the real you happens to be a mythical creature. But I always feel like it's better to stay true to yourself. Suddenly, an urgent message came from the Mediterranean Sea. An evil sea monster named Charybdis had returned to wreak havoc upon the ocean realm. With a heavy heart, she told Thor the truth. She was a mermaid and a guardian of the sea, and she had to return home to help her people. While her heart remained with him, she dove into the waves, swimming onward into danger. And it was very scary. Charybdis is a monster not to be taken lightly for Oceanus had had to seal him away so many years ago, and he proved to be quite a nuisance in our realm. But Thor, with love guiding his heart, rallied his strongest warriors to sail to the Mediterranean, for he wanted to help the maiden he loved, no matter the cost. Nymphia returned to the Mediterranean to see the once proud kingdom in ruins. Charybdis's power was far too great, and his evil magic had taken control of Oceanus. He had begun to set his sights upon destroying the surface realm. Prince Thor and his warriors arrived to help, but alas, they were no match for the mighty Charybdis. Now Charybdis was an ancient monster. If you've ever heard of the myth of Odysseus, you might have heard his name somewhere before. He was the big giant whirlpool that tried to swallow up as many ships as they could. He's not a very friendly monster, to say the least. Using all of her strength, Nymphia called upon the power within her pendant. A brilliant light surrounded her, and she was soon transformed into a powerful spirit, with the help of Oceanus' magic. 
With the mystical power of the sea at her side, Corybius was soon defeated, and the sea god regained his true form at last. With the monster defeated, Nymphia took her rightful place as the protector of the Mediterranean Sea. In time, Thor remained in Valhalla and became one of the most beloved kings in all of the Viking lands. Ruling his kingdom with kindness and strength, his rule led to a new golden age where all the Viking lands were united as one. It was said that Thor returned to the Mediterranean often to reunite with the young sea maiden who had been bound to his heart all of those years ago. While the legend ends here, I can assure you, my friends, their tale is far from over. In fact, it's only just beginning. And that's the end of my story. You know, there's a very important lesson attached to this. I guess you can say that love is a very powerful thing and can carry you even through the hardest of trials. But I'd like to think the moral of the story is to always be true to yourself. And that sometimes you have to sacrifice great things in order to find out where you're meant to be. Well, I can see that you probably have to swim off on your next adventure. But I hope you all have pleasant dreams. And of course, safe travels. May our paths cross again one day. We hope you all enjoyed The Legend of the Sea. Again, if you want to follow them on Instagram, just click the link in the episode description. Click the other link for the podcast as well. Get the book. You can also go to their website, theseafaringmermaid.org. You know what I'm going to say. Click the link in the episode description. All of those things are there for you. There's no one stopping you but you. You're this close from pure enjoyment. One click away. What's stopping you from making yourself feel better? Nothing. So make yourself feel better, click the link, and enjoy something that's awesome. Also, click the links in Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for Grown Ups Read Princess Stories. Follow us on all the social medias in the world. We want those likes. Speaking of likes, if you liked the episode, if you enjoyed the episode, if you enjoy the podcast in any which way, please leave some kind words, do a star rating, a thumbs up, a happy face, unicorn. I don't know. I don't know what other sort of awesome, great thing icon that you can click that means... Yes. But whatever it is, please do it. And until next time, please everyone be kind to each other and stay safe.